Have you ever been in a leadership role and experienced sexual bias? How about at school or during your normal everyday routine? Tonight, we're clutching onto our freedom as we discuss what we think about a woman in the White House. Stay tuned for this episode of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends across America. Thank you so much, Corinne, for that wonderful job you did on that. I'm excited. That sounds great. <laughs> Real Girls Across America is a company that has a foundation and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We're broadcasting Sunday through Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern. We want to hear from you. We are always looking for fresh topics to discuss. Tonight, I have Corinne and Tawanda on the line, and we're going to be discussing sexual bias. And do you think, or well, do we think that they're that the world is ready for a woman in the White House. So to get started, studies show that women who are described as highly successful in a stereotypically male job tend to be rated as somewhat less likable. Ladies, I want to know what you think about that statement, and I want to know if there was ever a time in your life that you feel that you either did not get a job, you did not get paid as much as a man in a job that you worked, or something similar, even educational institutions. I want to know that story and, and how did it make you feel. Why don't we start with you, Tawanda? Yeah, I, I need to, for you to re-say the first question again, though. Oh. Okay, so what it said was studies show that women who are described as highly successful in a stereotypically male job tend to be rated as somewhat less likable. So in other words, women who do well in a job that is a stereotypically a man's job, people don't like her. So I want to know what, how you feel about that statement, and then I want to know if you've ever been in a situation like I asked. That is – oh, yeah, I, I definitely understood what you meant when you, you said it again. I, it kind of flipped me when I first heard it. You know what? It's really hard for me to answer that question. I know uh, my background is human, human services and social work, and um, – there's a lot of men and women in that field. However, I've known people that's done a lot of blue-collar jobs and, and then jobs that was, quote-unquote, deemed as uh, a man's job. And I've I've had people that complained about it, and I've had people that really kind of embraced it. So, honestly, that's not my niche. I, I really – I'm just really not sure because I haven't been around enough people and talked to a lot to have a, a huge opinion about it. I am all about girl power, though, so that's a whole other story. And if I've ever had those type of problems, no, Annie, nobody wants those problems with me. I'm not having it, just seriously. I've had situations <laughs> where I may have had jobs and disagreements and blah, blah, blah. However, we're going to have to find a happy medium. I'm just not, I'm just not having it. I'm just not. 
Well, you got to teach me some of that. Um, I'm, you know, I think I've told you before, I was in construction for quite some time. And um, being a woman in construction, yeah. let me tell you, is not, not easy. Um, and I actually ran my own independent contracting company for a while. And, and it, w- it was, you know. Amazing. It was, yeah, but it was hard because I, I cannot tell you the amount of times that men would come on to me um, after giving me a job or accepting my bid or whatever, they would come on to me because, you know, they felt like I owed them something or whatnot. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, I, I don't see you hitting on Bob over there. <laughs> <laughs> and see, like, the fact that you were in construction, which is probably seen as a male-dominating field, oh, yeah. I know you're more qualified to even answer the question you just asked me because, that's just really not my lane. Like my dad was a truck driver, and and that was like thirty something years ago. And now that's that's a field where a lot of women are into that field too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't oh, really yeah. have a lot of experiences with you well, know you dealing know, with women in men quote unquote positions. The biggest thing is that I know for a fact that I worked three times as hard as every man that was around me just to prove myself, and I had to always work that hard. You know, there was many times that I was in, um, I was a landscaping foreman. I've been a snowplow driver. I've done everything that I could do to make money. You know, I've, I've done siding and I've done painting and roofing and I've done fences, pretty much anything that I could do. Um, I've never said no, cause there's always a way to figure out to learn it. If not, you get a subcontractor, but I have learned how to do a lot of those things, but I always had to work, you know, that much harder and that much worse <laughs> than, um, than the guys around me to prove myself. And I've always, I've, I personally, thank God, I've been confident in my work. My my personal life's a shit show, but my work life, I've always been a very good worker. Mm, that's good. So, Corinne, what about you, hon? Um, in regards to, I guess, uh, the equal opportunity part, I, I don't know if anyone, like Tawanda said, that experienced that. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know of anyone that's in a, a role that maybe be deemed to be a, a male profession um, or vice versa. Um, in well, regards even, to... Even, oh, sorry. Okay. I was going to say it even could go back into school. When we were in school and the, the boys would pick the boys first for the for the gym basketball game and not, you know, then they would pick the, the strongest looking girls first. You know what I mean? Like it's the stereotype that's out there that women cannot, especially physically, do the things that men can do. Um, even though, like, yeah, with truck driving, with, I mean, well, that's just a matter of staying awake longer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with that, like, the whole being picked first in school, whatever, like, I am good at sports, so that was never an issue <laughs> when it came right. to that they wanted me on their team. So I guess, like, because I, I have brothers and, my, you know, my dad or whatever, so I always grew up around guys, and on my block on that was the only girl. Um, so I always tried to, you know, outdo them. So I guess that's where my spirit comes from in terms of that. Okay. And what about what about the uh, – what do you think? Make these women less likable. Why do you think? Why do you think that they are that these women who are successful in a stereotypical man job are less liked by people? And is it? Do you think it's mostly men they're not liked by? I mean, just your opinion. Yeah, I, I don't really have an opinion in regards to that because I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I'm, okay, I haven't heard anyone you know complain of that being. A issue, so I can't necessarily relate to that. Actually, you know, right? 
I can right. give supportive facts on how I feel about it. So basically the concept that we're talking about is that, you know, it's top of this, the insecurities um, that usually women are physically less capable um, and maybe the endurance less. Because I know, you know, we all look back and women, women bear children and they run households as well as work. So I don't, I don't understand sometimes how people can still have that bias against women when they see how, you know, how far we've come with work getting and taking over with many work. You know, so mm-hmm. Tawanda, I'm going to ask you, what other challenges do you, as a woman, um, ha- have you faced that, like, a man has not faced? What challenges have you, as a woman, faced that a man has not? You mean other than unwanted monthly visitors? Right. Yeah, th- not the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I just had to throw that in there. What challenges have I faced that a man has not faced? That is a really great question, and I am not sure how I can answer that right now. You know, um, well, for instance, let me give you a for instance real quick. Go ahead. So, for instance, a lot yeah, of please times help men me out. Will go out golf- men will go out golfing together, they'll smoke cigars together, and they'll have a couple drinks. And most of the time the women are not invited to do that, right? So that would be an obstacle, I feel, because the camaraderie that you're unable to be a part of would be an obstacle that you would you would be faced against. Why would that be an obstacle, though? Because if I wanted to go, I would. But I really don't. Right. But usually they don't invite you. <laughs> I don't have to be invited to too. <laughs> the boys club is what I'm talking about. I know it's not as much of a thing as it used to be, but it's still out there, especially in politics, in my opinion. Well, you know what came okay, to okay. my mind when you asked that? Yeah, go ahead, Corinne. Yeah, when when you asked that, what came to my mind was that the fact that I can't, <laughs> I can't urinate as freely as guys can anywhere just standing up public urination. Right. I'm kind of jealous of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's partly nature, partly the bias, right? (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and come back. Oh, sorry. Yes, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to keep talking about this, ladies. Thank you so much. Real Girlfriends Across America is on Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Cindy McCain is going to bat for Joe Biden, lending her voice to a video set to air during Tuesday night's Democratic National Convention programming focus on Biden's close friendship with her late husband, Republican John McCain of Arizona. She's just the latest Republican to join in the convention, 
after a number of notable GOP former elected officials, including former Ohio Governor John Kasich, endorsed the Democratic presidential nominee on Monday night. And that's it for today's trending news. All right, well, thank you, and we're back. So I want to talk about some challenges that we face as women in the workplace, whether it has to do with a man or not. Because what I feel like is sometimes if you have a stereotypical job that it's supposed to be for men, it's usually because there's a lot of heavy lifting and or the authority. So I want to know, Tawanda, what kind of challenges have you faced before in your life when it comes to the workplace? Tell us about them. You know, I I guess this topic is definitely not like my topic because I really haven't had a lot of problems when it comes to the workplace other than the fact that I didn't want to be there when I started dreaming and seeing that I really wanted to do something different. Um, I'm a, I can get along pretty much with anyone. In the time that I think about, you know, jobs that I've had, if I had like an issue with the job or the system, everything was pretty much flexible. I didn't, I never really worked a job where I had to go one place and stay all day because in case management, working with different clients, I'm being, I'm in the field. I've really had a lot of luxury <laughs> when it comes to jobs. <laughs> so the only, the only obstacle or issue is, I don't want to work this job anymore because I want to go home and dream build <laughs> so I can build my own. Um, and and then there were times to where, like, working in, in the social work industry and case management and dealing with clients and Medicaid and stuff like that, there's always changes. So you have to kind of, as soon as you learn one thing, you got to learn something else because it got to be, um, the I's got to be dotted and T's got to be crossed for funding and payment. But that's, like, administrative stuff. But, but as far as, like, issues with people or problems in the workplace, I'm really grateful and thankful that I haven't had that. However, on the other end, Annie um, and Corinne, I've had situations of people that I've worked with that was in different industries or that may have contracted with the companies, and they had issues in reference to, like, sexual harassment and different things yeah. like that. Um, I never had those type of problems because that's a whole other level. And, and really to each his own, and I say that because some people are approachable and some are not. You know what I'm saying? So, right. but I have right. had people and, and friends that, that have that have had instances that they have shared with me of problems on the job or being discriminated against. As a black woman, I say, oh, I, I don't really know that I've been discriminated against. And people say, oh, I'm sure you have, and I probably have been, but it hasn't been really in my face. Like I've talked to people that says, hey, right. I, I don't think I got a job because I was black, or I don't, I don't think this right. because right. Of, because of this, and I'm like. Okay, well, I can understand that, but maybe I'm just kind of like I have rose-colored glasses sometimes, and I, I don't know. Right, right. No, I get that. You know, that's the thing. Like, that's part of the reason, though, that we do these shows and that we share our stories with each other because, you know, there are women out there, me being one of them, who have worked in, in the stereotypical men jobs, and I've dealt with sexual harassment. I've dealt with um, all of that kind of stuff, but I, I had to persevere on because – I'm, I'm a, I just, I won't quit. You know, I'm stubborn like that. Um, but unfortunately it does cause a lot of women to quit, you know? Um, and that's exactly what in these cases, you know, unfortunately it's mostly because of individuals, not groups as a whole of men. I'm not trying to say that at all, but some men still have that, that idea in their mind that women should be home 
um, baking cookies and, and having babies or whatever. Um, and so I just feel like sometimes, you know, because our political system is so, um, is so archaic, in my opinion, that that, that, that idea kind of comes across into the politics, which leads me to our new thing to talk about is with any of, you know, do you, what do you feel about sexual bias in politics? Corinne, I want to start with you. Um, I don't really follow politics. I, I do obviously notice, like everyone else has noticed, that um, our president has always been a, a male. I'm not sure if that's necessarily bias or if it's something that we, someone just didn't necessarily met the criteria that they're looking for that went after that role and then just so happens to went over the people at that particular time. So I don't know if it's necessarily because um, they were in the same position or if it was because someone didn't put themselves in the position to be there. Well, yeah, for me, I just go back to the fact that, you know, since women's suffrage happened after voting started, so we were behind because we were put behind, in my opinion. I'm no, I'm no, you know, I'm not a feminist or I, I just have my own beliefs in many things, but I do believe that we're a little bit behind in that because, for instance, with all the people that you see that run for president, um, this last, this last time before Biden was actually nominated with Kamala Harris, um, there were four women that were on the ticket as presidential nominees. And that's the first time there's been that many women that, that had actually like secured decent vote or, you know, ballot to put in to be a nominee, um, which is, which is kind of a big deal. So um, that's, that's kind of how, how I look at it. Uh, Wanda, what do you think? You know what? <laughs> ah, when you talk about religion and when you talk about politics, that is something I like to stay away from because I really <laughs> like to keep my thoughts to myself, really, because um, hmm, I had a call earlier with someone, and I was just talking about with the world and COVID and so many different elections and this mess. It's kind of like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one, honey, because really I learned, if you don't have nothing nice to say, Shut up. <laughs> but see, oh. as long as you're still out yeah. there voting, then I'll allow you to do that. But um, but it every, is important every, that we talk about it to learn, right? And we learn about we learn about what these candidates are for and what they're what they're supporting, and, and because you know we the people have a voice, and if we step up and, and use our voice together. Uh, you know, things could change. You've seen, you know, no matter the chaos that's been going on, there's a lot of call for change, which is actually a really good thing. This has been something that's been brewing for a really long time, in my opinion. And I feel like we have to be able to talk about it in, in, in like adults. And, um, and you know what? And I'm, and I'm, oh yeah. And I'm, and not to cut you off, but but I got to. And I'm glad you said that. And let me tell you, and I'll be very frank with you. I am the change that I want to see, meaning me individually looking in the mirror and you looking in the mirror and Corinne and anyone else. What I tell people, because I've been a part of change for 25 years, we have to stop waiting for it and thinking it's going to come from the White House. It has to come from our house. You understand? We yep. have the power. And until we realize that, we're not doing anything. So I'm with you, but I'm not one of those people that says, hey, all our problems will be solved as long as you go and vote. No, you need to be informed. Right. You need to get some knowledge and some resources and get some money because we are the change. 
Right. right, exactly. What about you, Corinne? What do you got? Anything to say about that? Um, yeah, no, I agree. I don't think that, I, cause I, like I said before, I don't really follow politics. I second one, and I don't like talking about it. Um, but I feel like the White House is just, you know, one section of what reality is. Um, and then, you know, things does happen at home before it happens anywhere else. Right. So how did you ladies feel about about the announcement that Kamala Harris was was nominated? I mean, I I would hope that, you know, did you have some pride as women and especially women uh black women? Did you have pride because of that reason only? I'm just curious. Well, I, you know, and, and I'm so glad you asked that question for a couple of different reasons. The first reason I'm glad that you asked that question is because a lot of times people think because we may not look alike, like, oh, you're not black. Yeah. You can't ask me a question about a black woman. I am not that right. chick. <laughs> you I know what I'm saying? That's so, why I felt okay asking. Oh <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad, and I'm glad that you did because my best friends look all types of colors because I don't care about that, even though the world isn't you know, the world may. And um, and let me say this before I answer your question. Also, I saw several people on social media say, oh yeah, well, Biden he he put a nail in this casket now and he did that and blah blah blah. This is my thing, right? And this is what I liked about Obama when he was president, and not just because he was a black man, because he was articulate, because he knew how to communicate. And one thing that people don't talk about that he was able to do, when he created the change campaign, people around the world were coming together. And one thing that he said was, don't stop after we get in office. we got to continue. And I said, most people are going to stop. We need to continue. Now, yeah, let me tell you. Happens. Now, one thing. One thing I've lo- and, this, and this is and this is Tawanda. This is Tawanda's personal opinion. One thing I say about Trump, right? And he's a fucking idiot. Okay. However, <laughs> I always loved Trump from back in the day. And when I say idiot, I I don't know about politics. I'm talking idiot as a person. I I follow his right. Twitter, and and he doesn't care what he says. And that shit is not professional. Yeah. How are you on Twitter? Bl- you're acting like a fucking kid. Are you serious? Uh, and you're the leader of the yeah. free world? That's crazy to me. However, when he was, when he came out in a reality show and doing businesses and creativity and Trump, and rather the business and, and his work ethic, this man is 70-something years old and his work, I respect yeah. it. I love it. That's why yeah. I'm looking forward to him getting back to do what he does best, business and people. He pissed people off. But the work, if yeah. I love it, I hope you can do it till you're 100. Just get out of the White House. Okay. Now, yeah. let me tell you, and, and, and with Biden, and, and that's my personal opinion. That's my personal opinion, right? Because I don't claim a party. However, you know, it depends on what's happening at the time. But one thing I like yeah. about Biden, not only does Biden have the support of, the, of a previous president who served two terms after they said he would serve one, um, but he yeah. brings family and he brings structure. He has a wife. Last night when I caught a little bit of them sharing the information, in, in, with the pandemic, one thing a girl said to me in a call yesterday, she said, well, one thing about this pandemic, it has allowed me to focus on what's more important again, which is family. We got, we got to get back to family. And I like the fact that his wife will be in the trenches with him versus someone yeah. else's wife is still trying to figure out what they can do. And we're bringing, yeah. we're bringing um, Camilla Harris on board. Yeah, it's time for change. And guess what? Sometimes, yep. guess what, Corinne? Guess what, Annie? If we don't yeah. know it all, we can learn it. Google and YouTube. Right. You want to run the White mm-hmm. House? Get on Google and YouTube and figure out how to do it. It's time for change. And I believe they're going to be a good um, marriage. 
because Biden has a wife that's ready to support him and run with it. They got the help of a previous president who served two terms, and you got Camilla who brings a different flavor to the team, and we need something new because we have the new normal. So, yes, I am glad that they did that. Now, was it a political move? Of course it was. So what? Make it work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. thing they do is political. You just have to accept that and go and make it work with the best you can. Corinne, what do you think, honey? Um, so honestly, I, I know who she is in terms of knowing what she looks like, knowing her name in reference to it. In terms of what she brings to the table, I, I honestly, I don't follow politics to know what she brings to the table. Um, I honestly, I just know from what I see on commercials of particular politicians, like I'm very ignorant when it comes to politics. I'll, I'll just be honest about it. It's one thing I don't follow. I don't read up on it. I more or less see, like, at the end of the day, like, okay, this law was passed. Okay, that's important. Um, but I think I, you know, stay educated in that terms. But right. the whole process, yeah, that's where it goes over my head, to be honest. Yeah, I think um I think it's a good I personally think it's a good thing. Um you know, there's there's many I mean the England has had a queen for how many years? Um there's many places yeah. that have had leaders and prime ministers that have been women and they've done just fine. I think that it would it'll bring a great perspective um because there are differences between men and women. There are. I mean, there's nothing we can do about that. And and to embrace that, I feel like men should in the political system should embrace the fact that women should, and not just the voice of voting, because we all know how that goes with voting. So, you yeah. know, is there anything else you ladies wanted to say today before we close out? Um, I just wanted yeah. to say Go for oh, it. Go ahead, Swanda. No, go ahead, Steve. Um, I was just going to say that, like, I, I feel like, as long as, at the end of the day, as long as whoever is, you know, appointed as the, the I guess, the leader of the free world, um, that they just, you know, spread positivity and not, you know, yeah. you know, and actually looking to make a change. That's, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if we appoint whoever to be the leader. They, we all should be working together anyway to be making a positive Amen. change, fighting against each other. That's all I wanted to say. Amen. Amen for that. Be good to each other. I say that all the time. Like, it doesn't hurt you to compliment some people and be nice to each other and lift some spirits because the happier we are, the better decisions we make. <laughs> Tawanda, yeah. what did you got? Now, I just really, I really want to ditto what Corinne said because um, that's definitely what's most important. And in reference to just bias in the workplace, are we ready for a woman in the White House? We have to keep having topics about this because, to me, it's not really just about the White House. You know, I always say girls run the world, and I say that jokingly, kind of, sort of. But what I mean is, like, we are a company that's about women and positivity and friendships. I want every woman in America to step up, to rise up, to live your truth, to live your dream, to start your business, to raise your family, to, you know, get your money up, to build generational wealth. We have to create more. Like you talk about a good old boys club or the, the or the golf club yeah. and all that. We have to continue to do that as women so we can be the leaders in our family, the leaders in our house, the leaders in our Fortune 500 companies, the leaders in everything that we do. It's time. And, and guess what? Amen. We may not have a goal to get to the White House, but what about our house? 
What about the owning, right. owning the house on the street? We just we have to do more because we are amazing. We are strong. We are brilliant, and we can do it. And the way we do that is by speaking up and, and going after our dreams, doing what we want, and, and being, you know, like being a force together. I, 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 was, uh, I was out one day, and I saw this house that had – on one side of the house, it had a Biden flag, and on the other ha- side of the house, it had a Trump flag. And at first, I was like, what the hell? And then I realized, I'm like, you know what? That's pretty cool because if there's a husband and wife living in there that are able to allow each other to put those flags up, I think that's pretty amazing. I love that. Um, you know, I'm, I love that. Yeah, love right? That. Right? Like, Absolutely. I was really, I've never right. seen that. Yeah, I've never seen that before. And I thought, so maybe everybody should consider that. Like, you know, if your loved one, Changed their mind or, or had a different decision. You gonna let them put their flag up next year's? Maybe about twelve feet away. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah, us tonight. I would. <laughs> so would I. Amen. All right, ladies. I appreciate yeah. you coming on here. Um, this is Clutch by America. I'm so happy to be your host. My name is Annie, and we will be on Sunday through Thursdays. From at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern. Please check us out. We're always looking for topics, and we can't wait to see you again or talk to you again. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, touch on to your best friend and stay tuned.